Our psalm this morning is Psalm 25, beginning to read at verse 1. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exult over me. Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his decrees. Our New Testament reading is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 1, and reading verses 9 to 15. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. And the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. Thanks be to God. Where can we find God? Well, God can be found in the mountains, the trees, the lakes, the green grass, and even recently the snow. But God is fond of the desert wilderness. Well, God may be fond of it, but I'm not. I don't like particularly hot weather. I do like to know for certain where the next glass of water is coming from. And yet, for each of us at this time, it has felt like a wilderness a desolation. Our inner lives can possibly feel like the most unforgiving desert on earth. The landscape of our interiors has no flowing water, no colour, no fragrance, no softness or beauty. Just silence. We long for inspiration, but it doesn't seem to come. 
We plead for variation, some highs and lows, but all seems to remain flat and dull at the moment. What we wouldn't give for the opportunity to go outside, to mingle, to share in laughter. And so we feel a bit like a car without petrol. We're trying to work out how to move forward. It's easy to be disturbed by the silence, alarmed by that which is the void. Who among us wants to hear just silence at the end of our prayers? Who of us finds it easy to come faithfully to sit with emptiness and in the midst of that offer praise to God when God at times seems to have vanished? It is tempting to be scared and self-pitying, to turn inwards and lick our poor heart's wounds and wonder if God has given up on us. Yet, I think there is something else, that if we resolve to sit with the emptiness and listen to the silence, then something deep within might start to call us to trust again in the goodness of this dry season. Has God chosen the wilderness for you at this time? And are you prepared to follow God into that wilderness? Because when we go there, we do not go alone. God is leading us. And if God is testing our faith, then maybe in the midst of that, we find out what stuff we are actually made of. We may be loath to admit it, but God is in the desert wilderness. Because in the wilderness, there's no distraction. There's nothing to please our eye. There's nothing to tempt us to look elsewhere. It is a hostile environment. And our creature comforts do nothing to fill the desolation. And so as a result, in that nothingness, we are compelled to turn to the Lord hungry for relief. Strangely, the silence may be deafening and jarring, but if we lean into it, should we accept the stillness, then maybe we can again hear that gentle voice. That is my hope.
are my prayer for this Lent. That by God's grace, we might just learn to walk steadfastly with him through this spiritual desert, growing in trust and obedience. Whether God speaks or not, continue to pray. If we feel nothing at all, continue to praise God. God is, after all, worthy of all praise. The one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who was prepared to send his son down to be amongst us, to teach us, to live with us, to die for us. The one who sends his Holy Spirit to inspire, challenge and guide us is still worthy of all praise. If our minds are void and our hearts seemingly empty, let us just bow down and give thanks for all that the Lord has done. Lazy flesh is being asked to learn greater discipline. Faint hearts are being urged on to courage. Self-centred spirits are being dared to be emptied. Are we prepared to trust him to fill the void with his own spirit? So, we may not choose this wilderness were it up to us, but may we be found faithful in following our Lord through it, and that in doing so we may bear greater fruit. The prophet Isaiah offers to us some words of hope for this Lenten tide. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. So let us walk into the desert. Let us sit with the emptiness and the silence and let us not despair. The Lord has promised that the desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool. The thirsty ground bubbling springs. So, when we walk into the desert, God is already there. The Gospel of Mark presents Jesus driven out into the desert wastes, alone amidst the silence. It's an opportunity for self-discovery, of testing. And Jesus' wilderness experience raises some important challenges for us in these lockdown times. What are some of the wilderness experiences that we have experienced in our lives? What wilderness experience are we living through right now? 
How have we lived during these times of wilderness? Have we been courageous and persistent in fighting our own demons? Have we resisted transforming our own deserts into places of abundant life? From Jesus we learn that God is present and sustaining us in the midst of challenge, isolation and fear. We realise that we must have some spiritual space in our lives where we can strip away the false things that cling to us so that we can breathe new life into our dreams and start all over again. We come to believe that God can take the parched surface of our hope and make it bloom. Those are the lessons of the wilderness and that is why we need, even in the activity of our daily lives and work, those moments of quiet, of prayer, of listening for the voice of God. Now we know that wilderness experiences doesn't mean that we actually have to physically leave our homes and go and live in a desert somewhere. The wilderness could be for us an extended period of lockdown, unable to see friends and loved ones, long periods of isolation and uncertainty. The wilderness could look like knowing that your job is ending, one that you've been doing a long time and where you don't know what you're going to move to next. The wilderness could look like a relationship which is going sour, one which is controlling. Will you leave it? And what would that look like? The wilderness could look like a relationship with God that seems to be going stale. The wilderness could look like hitting rock bottom. The wilderness is anywhere that we may find ourselves having to be honest about who we are and confronting the truth of ourselves. The trouble is that we rage against the wilderness. We avoid it by all means possible. The last thing we ever want is to be honest with ourselves, with others and with God. We avoid the wilderness because somewhere along the way we have convinced ourselves that the wilderness is bad and must be avoided. That is a lie. The wilderness is where you can meet yourself and God and it is a vital part of all of our journeys. Being honest with ourselves, giving us the, the chance to unplug from our normal routine, the chance to abandon the everyday and confront our true identity. And we have that chance again with this Lent, to go into the wilderness of honesty. We meet God in the midst of our deserts of sinfulness, selfishness, isolation and despair. And in the midst of the desert wilderness, we hear what God will do if we open our hearts to him and allow him to make our deserts, our hearts, our souls bloom. The ways of the desert were deep within the heart of Christ, and it must be the same for all who would follow him. This Lenten tide, are you prepared to go with Christ into the desert? One thing I do know, God is there.